Hey guys, welcome to our journal entry podcast. We're so excited that you're here with us today. This podcast is where we give people a place to be vulnerable and share their hearts and testimonies of God's goodness with others. We're your hosts, Giselle and Emily. We hope you guys enjoy. Today, we're doing something a little different. Um, we have a guest, but... That we've had here before. Yes. You know him. You love him. Very well. Do they? <laughs> I don't know. Liam Woods. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> He's been gone for three months. We forgot his last name. We're really sorry. So Liam Woods. Okay, so we're doing something a little bit different. He is going to interview us. Mm. All right. <laughs> so Because we asked you to ask us questions on Instagram and only Liam <laughs> asked us questions on Instagram. <laughs> um, so we're doing this instead. <laughs> we figured we'd just let him ask all of his questions in person. <laughs> since you guys obviously want to know the answers to these questions. So all right. Here we go. Let's get started. Man, oh man, I'm really nervous. Back to you, Liam. (laughs) Back to you, Liam, in the studio. Also, I'm drinking chocolate milk, guys. I think that's the highlight of this whole thing. That I've been drinking the same chocolate milk since like 8 o'clock this morning. (laughs) That sounded really gross. Anyway. Back to you, Liam. What is a great song from the last year? Oh, crap. Uh, Suddenly I know no music. I know. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Can I look it up? Can I look on my phone? Absolutely. I don't even have my phone with me. Here, wait. We can both look on my phone together. Don't worry. Hold on. We're going to cut this part out. I don't even know because I feel like there are so many really good songs from the last mm-hmm. year from every music genre. Like to pick, yeah. A well, music let's genre. just doesn't just have to be a, one. Just let's just pick one. Just like just, a just do worship music. What's the best worship? Best music? worship song or song of la- the last year. Um, For me, I think um, is it "Sea of Victory." Is it the "Sea of Victory"? Was that with? In the last year? Well, from... I don't know when that was released. But I, I've yeah. only heard yes. it recently. Right. So. <laughs> Absolutely. That you've heard in the last year. Yes. <laughs> and That's fair. So, yeah. I think that for me, because I've been... There's just been stuff going on, and I've just been, like, singing that through all that stuff. So, I think mine would have to be... This is, like, so hard because there are so many good <laughs> ones. And I'm really bad at making decisions and picking because I feel like everyone's going to judge me for my choices. Anyway, um, I think I think the one that, like, I keep listening to on repeat is the song Before and After by it's Elevation Worship, Maverick City Music, and it's uh, Amanda Cook. Mm-hmm. Is She's, like, the main 
like person on that song. Mm. But like it's on the album Old Church Basement that Elevation released with Maverick City. Cool. And she like featured on that song. That song is so good. I don't know if you guys have heard that song. I don't think I have. What it's is it called? Before and After. Yeah, I don't think I have. It's yeah, I I don't know. Yeah, I think it's good. It talks about like um like I'm not who I was before and some things you can't capture in like a photograph, mm-hmm. but God you've made me like You've, I'm sorry, the voices are really distracting. <laughs> <laughs> They're really extra loud can't. today. <laughs> They're extra loud today. Um, but yeah, it just talks about like, God, you brought me so far and some things like a camera can't capture. Um, cool. Yeah, it's like just that. really cool. I like that a lot. Very good. Very good, sir. Very good. <laughs> Next question, please. If you didn't have your current name, what name would you like to be called? Hmm. This is an interesting question. Well, I did have a teacher in the eighth grade that uh, pretty much every day the entire year she called me Megan <laughs> because I looked similar to a girl she had the year before whose name was Megan and I sat in the same place. But then even after I moved seats, she still continued to call me Megan. So <laughs> probably just for the sake of my eighth grade teacher calling Megan. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I kind of like my name. I used to hate my name. I used to... <laughs> I used to wish my um, my mom would have named me like Tiffany or Jessica because I wanted to be Ew. like white. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> I wanted to be white when I was little when I moved to America. Could you, could you imagine Giselle as a Tiffany? Oh my god! <laughs> or like a Jessica. <laughs> my hair is like but just yeah, it's too blonde. You know, like it's it's just too blonde. We shouldn't say that. There are probably <laughs> Tiffany's and Jessicas that listen to this. We're really sorry. Anyway, <laughs> what's a skill that you've learned that you think everyone should know? Cooking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's very necessary. I I don't. There are um, people who don't know how to cook, like who are my age who don't know how to cook, and who are older who don't know how to cook, and they just never like wanted to learn or never been taught. And I just think that's like something everybody should know, right. whether you're a man or a woman. Yeah, I feel like that's, like, really essential. That's a really good answer. I'm going to take that one and use it <laughs> as my own. <laughs> um, I don't know. Cooking. A skill that's essential. I don't know. I don't have any skill. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any <laughs> I literally was thinking about this on the way over here, too, because we saw some of the questions before. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. Probably, yeah, like cooking or like doing laundry. Oh, I yeah. feel like that's like a weird one. I feel one. like anything in the house. <laughs> like doing laundry the proper way. Separating <laughs> your lights from the dark. <laughs> not just dumping out your clothes in the laundry machine. <laughs> and then like folding them. I'm mm-hmm. not, okay, my stepmom's going to watch this, and then she's going to come to me, and she's going to be like, Emily, you don't do laundry, right? <laughs> Because your clothes are still sitting on the couch. Yes, my clothes are still sitting on the couch. But I also work a full-time job, so sometimes it's a little hard to keep up. Anyway. um, Yeah, just, like, folding your laundry and, like, putting it away. I feel like that's, like, yeah. an essential skill. And there are people that don't know how to do that. Yeah. What about you? What do you <laughs> We're going to bring Liam into this. Yeah. <laughs> Turn the tables. I kind of want this to be, like, a conversation. A conversation. Yeah. Okay. We want to talk with you. Not at you. <laughs> I was prepared to just ask questions, but okay. <laughs> um, writing and communicating clearly. 
Oh, See, that's I can't a good do one. that. <laughs> that's yeah. Well, we know. <laughs> but like the ability to sit down and write an email and actually ask yeah. the question you want to yeah. say instead of, "Hey, this is Liam, and I was just wondering if you were available." Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like, can that's you meet on one. Wednesday? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> Thank you. Yes. <laughs> I suppose. Yeah, I feel like that's like a really big <clears throat> one because I remember when was it? I think it was. Oh. Um, so in college, I worked for an admissions counselor. So those emails that you send out, you're sending out as the admissions counselor to st- like prospective students. Mm-hmm. So those have to be really professional emails. And so like he kind of like taught me how to write really professional emails. And now every time I email someone, I email as if I'm Cody Murphy. Like <laughs> I email as if I'm him. <laughs> and so, or Menifee, I'm so sorry. He's going to listen to this and be like, Emily, anyway. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so now every time I email, I email like it's like my professional job to email this person. And so I had someone one time at Chick-fil-A, I was emailing a complaint about this company that brings stuff to us, that drops stuff off. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was emailing about an issue and one of the other supervisors comes in and I was like, Hey, can you just tell me if this sounds right? Like if I've got everything here and she reads it and she goes, that sounds so good. <laughs> she was like, how did you learn to like email people like that? She was like, I don't feel like my emails sound like that. And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> just, <laughs> just being an adult, I guess. <laughs> I don't know what else to tell you. But yeah, I think that's pretty important too. Yeah. I feel like doing your taxes is also a really important skill to know. Yeah. Because I don't know how to do my taxes. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> Karen takes care of <laughs> At least you have a husband <laughs> to help you. <laughs> Every year I have to sit in front of a computer and scream at it because I'm frustrated. <laughs> and I don't know what's going on. Anyway. All right. Next question. <laughs> what is the biggest frustration you've experienced in the last week? Oh, you go first. Last week. I got to think about it. I don't know if I can share mine. I gotta think about it. Um, hmm. You go first. I gotta I think about mine because I, I don't know if I can. I don't, I don't remember sure getting. Though. I get frustrated really. I don't remember. Often. Also, when I'm really hungry, which is the reason why every time <laughs> I walk into Giselle's house, she feeds me. <laughs> yeah. That's. Yeah. Anyway, I don't go know ahead. if I can share mine. <laughs> It's just hard because sometimes people from <laughs> sometimes yeah. people from my job listen to this, and yeah. I'll be honest. Sometimes they're my biggest frustration <laughs> in my week, and yeah. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> Giselle, um, I'll share something else. If your um, biggest frustration was me, you can say that. No. Okay. I just <laughs> wasn't you. I just need to clear the air on that. Um, I'll just say something else. Um, we have a new dog, and. Sometimes he just doesn't know how to chill out, and I get <laughs> kind of frustrated because when I tell him to stop, because he, like, um, he loves playing, which is fine, but he does it all the time <laughs> with Marcy, our other dog, <laughs> and he just, whenever we tell him to stop, because Marcy would just be laying down, like, trying to sleep, and he would go up to her and, like, start bike- biting at her and, like, trying to play with her, and she just wants to sleep, so... Yeah, I think that's 
<laughs> Loki That's is her biggest frustration. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Loki. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Next question. Or no, What's what about you? What's the biggest excitement of the last week? Wait, wait, wait. Let's, wait, go, wait, back. Wait, <laughs> let's go back. Your biggest frustration, <laughs> Liam. You're not escaping this one. Yeah. Go. So, I got back from sea on Sunday. Right. Got back home, returned the rental car, got a ride home, and hadn't eaten since, like, 5 o'clock the day before, and got, like, three hours of sleep. Oh, oh my goodness. And then, so I'm like, okay, I'll hop in the car and, you know, go to Chipotle or something. My car won't start. Oh, no. Oh, no. And it was this entire day of basically the Engscows came and picked me up and, like, Aww. gave me a battery charger and just, like, took me to their house, fed me hot dogs, and then, like, we hung out in their pool for a Shout while. Shout out to the Engscows. Yeah. They're so, like, amazing. That's so completely sweet. took care of me, but yeah. that was just, like, sitting in the car, like, trying to start it, trying oh to start it, trying gosh. to start it. Nothing. Dang. Oh, my gosh. I know how that feels. My battery right now, for some reason, you guys don't want to know this, but we're going to share it anyway. <laughs> My battery, like the little part, I don't know what it's called, so don't come for me, but the little part that connects the battery to the actual car. Contact. Sure. Um, <laughs> it gets like corrosion. And so there's like battery acid that forms on it. And if too much of it builds up, it keeps my car from turning over. So you can turn the car on, I guess. But it won't, the car won't turn over. It won't start. So, like, I know that there's power going through from the battery. Well, it's done this, like, three times now. And this wasn't last week, but I think it was, like, the week before. I was at work, and I had literally, like, the worst day ever (laughs) at work. And I'm literally in the parking lot in, like, 90-degree heat. And I refused to go back inside (laughs) of my job while I waited for my dad to come and help me clean the corrosion off my battery. (laughs) I literally sat in my freaking blistering hot car with the windows down so that I wouldn't have to go back inside. And I was so, I was just so mad. My dad got there and he was like, why are you so upset? I'm like, I had the worst day, and I'm freaking stuck here. I can't <laughs> leave. I just want to go home and take a shower. Yeah. So not last week, but definitely the week before, biggest frustration. I can identify. It's very hard. Nice. <laughs> so sorry. What was the biggest excitement of the last week? I can't share mine. Because mm. people from my job listen, and it has not. Last well, I can share mine. You can go ahead first. Good. No, what were you going to say? You already have yours. I'm still thinking of mine. Okay. Well, since this episode comes out on Friday, and um, by then, the right people will know, <laughs> so it won't be like, oh, crap. I got a new job, which is really exciting. Yay! And I haven't had a new job in, like, six years, so <laughs> I'm really nervous. <laughs> and the onboarding process is really long, and I have to take a lot of courses and a lot of classes before I can actually start. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of stuck where I'm at for a little while, but there's a light at the end of the tunnel and I'm really excited. I'm going to be a behavioral analyst's assistant working with kids nice. with disabilities to do behavioral therapy. Mm-hmm. So exciting. Very Riveting, cool. really. That's awesome. Thank you. Biggest segment of the week. Monday, got the email. <laughs> Scheduled a meeting with my bosses Monday afternoon <laughs> to let them know. <laughs> oh, and I meet with them on Friday, so it's good. They'll know by the time this <laughs> airs, hopefully. 
if not. Which is all posted at like 12.01 <laughs> on Friday morning. So. Right, right. Well, usually it goes up midnight. Ask me how I know. <laughs> <laughs> Liam sitting up at night. 12.01, 12.01. Yes. Oh. It's like our demo, intro demo. music. <laughs> Mine, I think it happened last week. I'm pretty sure. I got a typewriter. Right? Yay. I was she has so, two, so, so happy about that. My she had one, but it wasn't good enough for her. <laughs> very dull. <laughs> what makes you excited about the typewriter? I just really, <laughs> I've wanted a typewriter since I was like 15. No joke. And I've just never got one. <laughs> um, so my friend Andrew, which who you guys all know, Got me one for my birthday, which was last month, but it's whatever. <laughs> I was really happy about it. It was really sweet. That was it. That's awesome. <laughs> what what is you? your biggest excitement of the week, Liam? Getting back from sea. Going yeah. yeah. <laughs> <I> <laughs> that's what I thought it was. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Guys, Liam there. came back after three months uh, on a boat for a really <laughs> long time. And yeah. There's not really much else to say there because it's really all he was doing. <laughs> he was on a boat, so. Yeah, that's that's totally. That's, that's it. it. <laughs> that's it. He was that's just it. existing was just out in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> he was like on the on the what's the front of the boat called? The bow. The bow. <laughs> he was just on the bow like Titanic for three months, <laughs> and it's just like a time lapse of his hair growing longer and his beard growing out, but he's still like this with his arms out. <laughs> oh. It's like Moses. As long as the arms are up, the ship keeps sailing. Right, but yeah. as soon as I drop them, it's like it, it starts going under, like the Titanic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> How anyway. has this podcast changed the way you see the world? I don't think it has. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's fair for me. I feel like it has not changed the way, but I think it's yeah. just reminding me that everybody has a story mm-hmm. to tell. Yeah. And it's really cool because, like, Giselle and I are, like, really trying to, like, plan out more episodes for you guys, and we're really trying to be more on top of everything, but it's really <laughs> hard. Um, but it's just really cool to think of, like, okay, who do we invite next? Who do we want to talk to next? What do we want to talk about next? And just thinking, like, feeling at the beginning that, like, our list was really short, mm-hmm. and now feeling, like... There are so many incredible people mm-hmm. that we know that have incredible stories. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and just, like, that, to me, just, like, really excites me. I yeah. think it just makes me more excited to be able to meet Lori's. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if it's really changed my perspective, but it's just reminded me yeah. that, like, everyone has something to share with the world. Yeah. So. I would say the same thing. I'm, I really love getting to know people even more, um, like, than more than I kn- already know them. And... Yeah, just learning more about people. And I can't wait till it does change the way I see the world. Yeah. So, really excited about that. How has this podcast changed <laughs> the way you see the world, Liam? <laughs> I've told you both this before, but uh, it's it allows people a space to show how strong they are. Mm-hmm. Because everyone talks about their struggles. Nobody's going to talk about you know what they're yeah. mediocre at. And you give them a space to be strong about it and... Uh, give them a space to kind of like you said um everybody's struggling with something and there's always something Mm -hmm. beneath the surface so it's it's a really cool thing also when i'm away from people being able to hear mike talk being able to hear from melissa um 
it's incredible, incredible, incredible to uh, <laughs> incredible. <laughs> that sounds like something from The Incredibles. Incredible. New superhero. <laughs> incredible. incredible. <laughs> Just a floating bubble. Me if I had a superpower. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, she popped. <laughs> oh, that's 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 it. <laughs> She's dead. <laughs> She's oh gone. man. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's incredible <coughs> to hear from friends, even if you can't speak to them directly yeah. or you know cool. talk with them. So that's cool. It's a great idea. Wow. Thanks. Next question. What's something that everyone else seems to know that you don't? Oh crap! Everything. So many. Yeah, I know. Things. I know. Right. I feel Everything. like I'm in the dark all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, I don't know anything like specific. Um, I can't think of anything. Um, that everyone seems to know. I don't. I don't know, but I do like um, talking to. Um, new people and like learning new things from them because you can always learn something new from everybody. So <coughs> I don't know. I don't know. How to it feels this like question. everyone I know is really <laughs> in the know with pop culture, mm -hmm. and I just like I could spend endless hours on Instagram and still be really lost. <laughs> I don't know if that's anybody else. Like I could scroll through TikTok for three days straight. Maybe yeah. I shouldn't do that. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe I can't actually do that. But even if I did, I still feel like I'd be, like, really lost on pop culture. Yeah. I just, I don't get it. I don't, I don't get what the term bussin' is. <laughs> I think that's, <laughs> I've tried to use it to be cool with my younger team members. It never lands. They tell me every time that I'm using it wrong. And I've used it in several different contexts. So I don't really know how I can get it wrong every time. I feel like they're just telling me that because they don't want me to use it. Anyway, <laughs> but it's like, like, yeah, like culture terms. I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get any of them. Just speak English. Okay? There's like new terms like every day. That, that's like literally you can't how keep it up with it. I, how <laughs> anybody can know what context really to use a term like "bussin"? <laughs> like what the heck? That's not even a word. There are so many better words that you can say <laughs> that will make you sound more intelligent. Let's just put it that way. What about you? This is going to sound a little pretentious, but I don't know how people live with, like, massive amounts of debt. debt. Does that make sense? Like, credit card debt, mm -hmm. like, student loans, like, and then, you know, kind of go out and eat at restaurants and, like, kind of have the, the big lifestyle all right. the time and just, like... I'd be stressed out of my mind. Like, yeah. I can't stand debt yeah. in any form. <laughs> like, I so feel that, bro. I have student loan debt, and it's, it do be kind of rough, though. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's a pop culture But thing. at least that's, that's it, you know? Some people that's have, like, true. I don't have credit, credit card, card debt, debt, and then I have another. I have, like, one card. It's, like, a, it's, like, one. I don't even know if it's. It's like it was like a Victoria, one of those like Victoria's Secret yeah. credit cards. You can only use it in the store, mm -hmm. but instead of like paying for it, it charges the card, and then you have to pay for it. You have to pay the bill, which doesn't make any sense. Just I stopped just using it, it yeah. because <laughs> just buy it with your anyway. <laughs> but yeah, so I did that because I wanted to accrue like good debt, so I would like use it and then pay it off right away, which is always how I learned to do it. Was that if you're gonna do it, you use it and you pay it off right away, yep. because then you accrue good credit. Mm -hmm. but you don't have mounds and mounds of debt. 
So, and I do pay off my student loans really well. Like I had, I was like $20,000 in student loan debt after just two years at university. It's a lot Which of is money. not bad. No, mm. but it, that's, that's a lot of yeah. ching yeah. for just two years. So, um, I've paid it down pretty significantly. It's probably like less or like more than, or less than half that now. Nice. That's been so. And that's not to say that like if you got into debt, it's wrong. Right. Or, or that it's bad. Problem. Yeah. It's, it's just, just like, like, how can you ignore it? I don't know how people yeah. live with that. Right. It's I could never ignore it. Yeah. One, because my parents won't let me ignore <laughs> it. And two, because I can't help but think like, how is this going to affect the rest of my life? <coughs> yeah. Good question, good question. <laughs> Where would be the worst place to have to wear a taco costume for the entire day? I like how seriously you ask this question because I feel like Anywhere in Florida? <laughs> 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 the worst place to wear a taco costume, uh, a funeral. <laughs> I feel or like the a wedding. Or a wedding. <laughs> no, I feel like it could be funny at a wedding. <laughs> No one show up to my <laughs> wedding in a taco costume, but it could be funny at a wedding. <laughs> what is the best advice you've ever heard about uh, relationships? Oh, crap. I don't even hmm, know. Let me think about this. <laughs> You're um, in a relationship, so I'm going to let you go first on this one. Clearly, none of the ad relationship <coughs> advice I've been given has stuck. Because, <laughs> you know. Let me think about it. Uh, <laughs> Share all that marriage advice you got. You literally could just pick something random. I know. Okay. I'm thinking <laughs> of something that isn't cliche, but... I feel like it doesn't really matter. Cliche um, is okay. Open it's okay communication. If it's true. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Just being honest about how you're feeling or how something affects you or makes you feel because um, it's happened like a lot of times in my relationship. I know with every relationship, when we like keep things to ourselves, it causes a lot more problems than. If we were just to be honest in the first place and say, hey, this is how I feel about this. Let's let's come together and fix it <laughs> instead of just letting it build up. So I think that's like the best advice that I've gotten and I could give somebody else. So that's good. Yeah, I probably would say the same thing. Yeah. And OK, I would also say like we talked about this a little bit with Mike last week when we talked about like <coughs> men. Um, but like finding someone and this maybe is like specifically for girls or I mean guys can take this too but like finding someone who truly will honor and respect you yeah for sure because I feel like it's really often that like we look for which these things aren't bad it's not bad to look for these things in someone mm -hmm. for someone to be funny or for someone to be hardworking yeah. or for someone to be good looking none of those things are bad mm -hmm. But if those are the only things that we're looking at and we're not looking at how they're going to treat you and mm -hmm. how they're going to honor you, um, then I feel like no matter how hard you work, if that's not something they're willing to do, there's always going to be an issue. Yeah. There's always going to be a problem. Mm -hmm. So communication, honor, and respect. Absolutely. <laughs> we are your relationship experts. 
What was the hardest transition of your life? You go first. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say something inappropriate. <laughs> I'm not going to say that, though. Um, the hardest transition of my life. I don't know. Because I felt like... I felt like moving out of my house and going to school was hard. Mm -hmm. I felt like that was probably the hardest transition. But then I moved home from mm -hmm. school, and that felt like it was the hardest transition, leaving mm -hmm. everything that I knew and the life that I had built for myself as an adult for the first time ever. <clears throat> but I feel like now I almost – and, like, this is – I don't know. I feel like this job is going to be the hardest transition because I've had other jobs at the same time as Chick-fil-A, I've done some other things, mm -hmm. but I've never left Chick-fil-A. Like, that's, it's really mm. all I know. So I feel like this transition that I'll be going through now, and I'll let you know on the other side for <laughs> sure, I feel like this is going to be the hardest transition because yeah. it's not just, like, leaving something that I've known since I was 17 years old or 18 years old, but it's learning something new and it's learning something that I potentially would want to do for the rest of my life. Yeah. And that's really scary. So. I I feel like every transition has been really hard for me. <laughs> Giselle um, doesn't do good with change. I really don't. Like, <laughs> I, really I actually don't. really enjoy change. Yeah, I really don't like I'm like a, <laughs> I'm like a freak of nature. I really like it. I love familiarity. I love um, sticking to things that I know and that works you know so I feel like every time and I've moved like a lot in my life and I feel like every single time I've moved it's been it was like very very difficult for me um leaving and like getting rooted in into another place um but I feel like moving back to Florida like out of my parents house I feel like that one was harder than the rest of them just because I was I was away from family now, and I'm starting my new, my life, you know, my adult life. <clears throat> so I feel like that that was the hardest because it was really hard for me to connect with anybody at first at church. It was really hard for me to find a job. Um, so yeah, I feel like that was. What about good you? Good answer. Good answer. I've kind of gotten jaded to transition at this point. On and off the boat. have right. built up at this point. Yeah. Um, so the first yeah. one, uh, when I moved out of Ohio to Indiana when I was nine, was brutal. Because at that point, you know enough to know that you like the place where yeah, you are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You have your best friends. You have the school that you're going into next mm -hmm. year. You know, I was following my brother's footsteps and all this different stuff. And then we moved and not only like leave school in one place and go to another state and live in another house and you know not have the same friends anymore but uh then we went to homeschooling and then you know completely different church completely yeah. different environment um so i mean at this point like i almost get antsy if i'm not transitioning like right. not in a state of change so like this last trip at sea was like okay I'm doing the same thing as I've done for the last two years like something oh needs to gosh. happen, yeah. but <clears throat> yeah transition I mean obviously it's still hard but like I mm. yeah I can I can pack a suitcase in my sleep I can leave the state without saying goodbye to half of my friends and yeah I mean 
it's it's easy now. It probably shouldn't be, but right. mm-hmm. it, it hurts how much it, how easy it is. Yeah. But yeah, that first one was definitely the toughest. Dang. Next question. Mm-hmm. What is the latest? What is the latest thing that <coughs> stuck out to you from the Bible? Oh shoot. And why? All of the times that I didn't read the Bible. Last <laughs> <laughs> week. Um. Are coming back to me. <laughs> Something that has stuck <coughs> out to me. It Which actually I didn't come from me. Like in my devotional time, it came from a sermon. Um, we went to a different church. I went with me. That's <laughs> she can't remember my name. <laughs> That's why she's pointing. I went, we went to their young adults group and it was, I think it was like a month ago. I'm Probably. Sure. We haven't been yeah. in a very long time. Shout out to Christ Fellowship <laughs> Young Adults Group. We love you. I think it was a month ago and it was in the middle of this really i feel like okay i feel like this was like the darkest like the past two months i feel like that was like the darkest time of my life um i was just going through like one thing after another and i went whenever we went to church um and the woman who was preaching she said what is the verse i think it was psalm 23 but I forgot what translation she used. But it, I think was, it was the message translation. Okay. She said, um, "The Lord is my shepherd; I lack nothing." And mm-hmm. that hit me like really, really hard because in the middle of this um, whole situation that I was in, I was I felt like I was missing out on something. I felt like there was so much out there that I'm like missing out on, um, even questioning like my my marriage like am I you know this is really 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 personal (laughs) um but (laughs) I was like questioning like whether I should have married so young and I was like was there something that I could have I could be doing right now like if I hadn't um I would be doing right now if I didn't marry so young like um but whenever I heard that I was like I'm I lack nothing in Christ like all I have Christ right now and there's nothing that I lack and it just kind of, it was, like, sobering to hear that because <clears throat> I was, like, just bombarded by, like, thoughts like that. Like, I'm, I'm missing out on something. There's so many things that I could be pursuing right now or that I could have pursued had I not married um, so young. So whenever I heard that, it was just, like, I, like, calmed down. And I was, like, there's, there's nothing I'm missing out on. God is like I have God and that's enough, you know. So absolutely. Um I don't know. This is hard. Please don't judge me for not reading my Bible as often as I should. Um something I read recently. I really wish I had my journal because that is my brain, actually. (laughs) I don't actually have a brain. It's just my journal. So anytime I have a thought, I just write it down. So I apologize. Um, Oh, I'm trying to remember. Okay, so I'm going through. So our church has this program called, it's like a leadership school of ministry. I just started it like a week ago. We are watching a sermon from like 2016 like when our first church like was just like a baby church 
Um, and it was about the word and the spirit. And he was talking about, um, I'm trying to remember what verse it was. Oh my God. I can see like flashes of it and I can't remember. Um, it was like a scripture. I think it was like in Mark. I don't remember. I don't know where I'm going with this. Um, <laughs> this is uncharted territory. So good luck everyone. <laughs> um, but he was pretty much talking about how like the Holy Spirit. And this is something that like, I've been thinking about a lot and it's funny how it like, it brings itself up in pretty much every area of my life. But that, like, the Holy Spirit is our helper. And I think we talked about it last night, even at Devoted, about how, like, he is, the Holy Spirit is our comforter, but he's also our helper. Mm. And there was a part in, I really think it was Mark, um, where Jesus says to the disciples, I am leaving, um, but if I don't leave, the Holy Spirit can't come. Like, something mm -hmm. better can't come to you if I don't leave. And it, it was just, like, I don't know. It was just, like, really cool because, like, in his sermon, Pastor Todd was, like, um, how can how can Jesus be standing right in front of you and tell you, I have to go, but something better than me is going to come and be with you. And you're not going to be able to see it. And you're not going to be able to touch it but it's going to be so much better than me. Like, how can you yeah. look Jesus in the eyes and be like, yeah, let's do this. Like, you know, <laughs> it's just like, it feels weird. Like just that thought. Um, but just knowing like, um, and he says to the disciples, all of these things um, that I've done or that the Holy Spirit does, um, you also will do mm -hmm. in my name. And so it was just like really, it was a little convicting because it was like just remembering like, we have power and authority and um, everything that Jesus did, um, the Holy Spirit lives inside of us and gives us that power and authority to do. Um, and I think that gets lost a lot. And I think Christians, especially nowadays, forget that. Um, and I think that's why we live in so much fear mm -hmm. because we forget that he was never afraid like of anything. And, I feel like, and we talked a lot about this last night too, with everything going on in the world right now, um, we don't have to be afraid. We can remember that there is peace and that everything that Jesus had, um, we now have because of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't, I don't know about you guys sometimes, and I'm going to try to wrap this up soon. So <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I think like, what would, I, what would I do if Jesus was standing here right now? How would I act? How would I act differently? But it's just like remembering mm -hmm. like he's with you all the time. Mm -hmm. And that shouldn't be like a, I have to act good because Jesus is watching. But it's like, it's just remembering like he's with you all the time. If you're struggling or you're having a bad day or you know that you reacted poorly or that you made a really poor choice in something, he's with you. He knows. Mm -hmm. Just talk to him and just tell him, hey, you know, I need help. Like, I, Holy Spirit, I need you to help me. Like, I, I just really need you to take over because I can't, I can't do this on my own. Yeah. So, yeah. Surrender has been really big. <laughs> Living with 
uh, I talked with Mike about this, like, I think it was like a month ago, a month and a half ago. (coughs) We had talked about uh, learning to live with your hands open. And it's Mm -hmm. funny because that same sermon that Giselle and I went to, she spoke on that. She talked Mm -hmm. about learning to live with your hands open. And when we close our hands, we may be holding on to something that God gave us Mm -hmm. at one point but we're not allowing him to give us anything new because we're afraid that he's going to take what he gave to us away. But if we open our hands and we allow him to take that away, away. he can put new things in our hands. And I think we forget that a lot Mm -hmm. and we hold on, we like white knuckle, like the last word that he gave us or the last time he called us to something. And just remembering like he doesn't change, but he, will lead us where he wants to take us. Mm -hmm. So he's, his character doesn't change and who he is, isn't going to change, but where he takes you is going to change. And the adventures that he wants to take you on is going to change. And if you can't open your hands, then he can't like take your hand to guide you. Like if you ever tried to hold someone's hand, if they're like hands, like a fist, you can't do it. It's like really Mm -hmm. awkward. Like I'm not going to make you hold my hand, but (laughs) 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 it's like really weird. It's like, there's not mutual, there's not, like, a mutual, <clears throat> like, give for yeah. both people. When your hand is open and you can take someone else's hand, there's a mutual openness on both sides. Mm-hmm. When you can open your hand and allow God to take your hand, there's openness on both sides. He wants to connect with you, but he needs you to open up and connect with him. So, I'm sweating so much from that. <laughs> no one needed to know that, but back to you in the <laughs> studio, Liam. <laughs> All right, you, Liam. Um, I've been reading in the Psalms and, uh, there's been this one, it's, uh, Matthew 25 where it's like the, a couple of parables, but one of them's the, the talents, you mm-hmm. know, the five to one and two to another and one to the other. And, you know, they go out and make money with it or, mm-hmm. you know, bury Buried it. In the yeah. Um, <clears throat> but along with that, I came across a sermon from John Piper and he kind of just said something as an aside that was really cool. He's like, so... If you want to test something, you know, if you want to test out how good it is, how strong it is, how valuable it is, do you just stand back and observe it or do you like throw yourself into it? Mm -hmm. Like if we want to test the love of God and if we want to know God for who he really is, do you just stand back and like academically look at him or do you actually like throw yourself into his love and throw yourself into what he's given you and kind of going along with what you said about having open hands about everything, taking the resources that he gives you, like the talents in Mm -hmm. the parable, and not being afraid to lose them, because you might, but that's what God gave them to you for. It's like, these are yours to use, do your best with them, and you got to trust that, you know, God is bigger than whatever it happens to be that are the other factors in, you know, using these things. So that was a really cool thing of just like throwing yourself into the love of God. Yeah, just that's like, cool. Oh. That's good. <laughs> I love John I Piper. I had like a study on my phone and I should re-download it because I really liked it. Um, but it was just like a daily thing for him and it was like it was like snippets from like different parts of his books and stuff and it would coincide with like different scriptures and stuff. Um, but it would like every day it would give you like a new one and it was just like they were about like just random things and they were kind of like little like um, devotionals, I guess you could say. Um, but it was like a scripture and then it was just like a passage that went along with that. And he just like his visual imagery is just so good. He's so good at articulating 
Um, yeah, he's awesome. John Piper, shout out to you. If you want to be on the <laughs> podcast, let us know. You're not listening, but it's fine. <laughs> Pickles. Yes. Yes, but not the ones from Chick-fil-A. <laughs> I made that mistake the other day at work. I don't like them. Okay, <laughs> this is my thing with pickles. I don't like them if they make direct contact with bread. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because then it makes the bread taste like pickles. <laughs> and that's disgusting. I agree with that. I like pickles by itself. I don't like it with anything else. I can put it on a sandwich, but it has to be in the middle of the sandwich. Mm, I can't. I can't. <laughs> I can do it on like a, like, okay, so like my Publix, my pub sub order recently yeah. has been a roast beef sandwich. White bread, sometimes on multigrain bread, depending on how we're feeling, how healthy we're feeling. <laughs> with provolone cheese, spinach, tomato, and pickles. But the pickles have to go as the last one. They have to be the last one because then when you fold the sandwich over, they're squished right there in the middle. Mm-hmm. So you never get a bite of just pickles. It's like the pickles and everything else. Mm-hmm. And you never get a bite of pickles and bread. <laughs> it's literally the best combination. So... Pickles, yes. Yeah. By themselves, too. I like when you go to a restaurant. I'm talking so much. I love this <laughs> immensely. I like when you go to, like, restaurants, like, barbecue restaurants, and they put the pickle, that big pickle wedge on the side. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. I used good. to hate pickles. I remember the first time I had it, too. Um, my stepdad had just picked us up from the airport because I had just moved. <laughs> I just moved here for the Philippines. And we went to McDonald's. And I got a McDouble. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I got, I got a McDouble. And it had pickles in it and mustard. And I took a bite of it, and I literally almost threw up because it was so disgusting oh to me. Oh, my gosh. The pickles with the mustard. It's so much, like, <laughs> vinegar taste. I hated it. After that, I was like, I hate pickles. I hate mustard. Um, but now I like both of them. So Just come around. We've won her. That's funny. Elijah, one time, my brother, uh, when he was, I don't remember how old he was, he went through this phase where he really liked pickles. Like, you think you like pickles? No. He likes pickles more than you, <laughs> for sure. He asked for Christmas. The only thing he wanted for Christmas as a child was a jar of pickles. Like, the family-sized jar. Like, And we're talking, like, like the Duggar family, like 19 Kids and Counting family-sized jar, where it's, like, 800 pickles in one giant, like, jar. He wanted that for Christmas. (laughs) And my parents got it for him. And then when he finished the pickles, he drank all of the pickle juice. (laughs) Rightfully so. So if you think you like pickles, (laughs) you're wrong. (laughs) Elijah likes pickles. (laughs) I actually don't think I've seen him eat a pickle since that occasion. (laughs) I don't blame him. Ew. That's so much. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I just remember how excited he was. He was, like, seven, I think, or eight, maybe. And he was just, like, ecstatic. He's like, I have a jar of pickles. And he, like, kept it in the cupboard. It was really cute. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, that's my jar of pickles. Don't touch it. How long did it take him to get through? Probably only a couple weeks. Oh he gosh. literally would eat the pickles every day. <laughs> That's so much. This was also the same stage. He's going to love that I'm sharing this. This is also <laughs> the same stage of his life where all he ate was blue candy. <laughs> oh blue candy? So his mouth was like permanently blue. <laughs> and he would get in trouble a lot. So 
My stepdad would call him Elijah Blue Mouth McPunished. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to hate that I shared that. <laughs> it's just so funny. Like, his he would just eat pickles and blue candy. How that kid, like, he, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know how he made it to adulthood. <laughs> anyway, yes, pickles. That was very long yeah. for that question. And I'm sorry. What's something you've lost that you didn't think you could lose? When I answered this one on the car by myself, I said my dig my dignity, but I feel like that's not right to answer on here, so. <laughs> that's a joke. I didn't have an answer when I read this, so let me think. <coughs> something I, think. I lost that I didn't think I could lose. Um... I think there are some friendships in my life that I lost that I didn't think I could lose. Yeah. Some friends that, like, mm -hmm. you go through a lot with them, and you they know so much about you, and you can see yourself being friends with them your, the rest of your life, yeah. and then losing them. Like, yeah. I don't think I ever would have thought that I would have lost certain friendships. Yeah. But... I would say the same thing. I do get attached to people really easily. <coughs> no, do you? <laughs> Believe it or not, guys. <laughs> Believe it or not. <laughs> I do. And so, like, I do have that mentality whenever I make friends and, like, develop, like, deep um, relationships with them that it's not going to end. Like, this is forever. <laughs> right. And that's just not reality because a lot of times um, – friends come and go so every time they'd go it would kind of catch me off guard like whoa like I didn't I never like thought that this would happen I mean obviously like now I that is always in the back of my head because it's happened so many times um but yeah it's always really hard whenever a friendship ends for me yeah same Good question, good question. <laughs> good question. What do you want people to love you for? We're getting into, like, the really deep questions now. <laughs> <laughs> you go. <laughs> what do I want people to love me for? <clears throat> this is really hard because mm -hmm. maybe this is, like, a cliche Christian answer, but I don't feel like I want people to love me. I want people to love Christ because of me. Like I don't I don't want this life to be my own. I want everything that I say and everything that I do like everything that's like in joy, in love. I want all of that to point to him. Um so and obviously it's not mutually exclusive. Like people can love two right. different things, but so you're saying you want people to love you for leading them to Christ. Would you yeah, say Yeah, I feel like that's weird to say though, because But if somebody came up to you who you knew as a kid and just <coughs> gave you a giant hug and was like, You're the reason that I'm here today. You're oh my the god, I'd freaking alive. fall apart. <laughs> I would I would freaking fall apart. I don't know why I'm using the word freaking so aggressively, <laughs> but <laughs> I would, yeah, I would fall apart, and that would that would mean a lot to me. And it's not, I feel like that's so prideful to say, what but it's, I don't know, I just feel what like What is prideful to say? Like, to say that, like, 
that you want to be loved? That's no, no, but like, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I really struggle. <laughs> no, I feel like it's just, I don't know. I feel like that's just weird for me to think about like someone coming up to me and saying that. Yeah. I mean, you know, because I feel like we, how we both grew up like that was something that was unheard of. You right. Know? Like, um, loving yourself. Whatever. Right. Like you don't. Like you don't anything put any good about others. yourself yeah. is like bad. It's always about other people, which is yeah, it's, you know. But you still have to give yourself credit because right. you know, whatever. <laughs> also, know on saying. a less serious note, I really hope that people love me for how funny I am. <laughs> there you go. For how freaking hilarious I am. There you go. Because I work really hard, and a lot of it <laughs> comes from pain. I'll be honest. <laughs> Anyway, to you, Giselle. <laughs> I want people to love me. Let me think about it. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I d- this is so cliche, but I just want people to love me for being me. When I, like, for myself, I feel like I'm a pretty kind person. <laughs> I I feel like I'm really considerate especially of other people's emotions like I'm very aware of um other people's emotions and I just want people to love me for that I feel like I have just like everybody I feel like we have a lot to offer in every situation that we're in and I think realizing that isn't like a selfish thing or like a self-absorbed thing it's just you realize what God has given you and you have that to offer to other people right um and yeah i just want people to because i feel like i bring a lot of joy in situations i feel i bring a lot of um uh i feel like i no i don't know (laughs) um yeah and i also love feeding people i love feeding my friends um i want people to love me for for that like being kind to them and loving them so it's like a yeah mutual thing yeah that's good. What do you want people to love you for, Liam? How funny you are? <laughs> I don't have a snappy comeback for that. So yeah, <laughs> that's what I thought. Yeah, I'm not that funny. That's the. That's the I'm Liam's only for. match. <laughs> sure. <laughs> no, um, kind of like related to what you were saying at the beginning, like leading someone to, um, you know, a better knowledge of Christ and a better, you know, kind of a better life. Um, you know, there were, so specifically, I mean, I want to be an author and a writer, Mm -hmm. you know, when I grow up and uh, (laughs) (laughs) I want to be an astronaut. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, I mean, there were definitely authors and books that I read that like, if that author hadn't written so much, like I wouldn't have loved, you know, it's like I was able to just devour book after book after book mm-hmm. and then go find interviews and then go find podcasts with them and then go find YouTube videos or whatever it happened to be. And it was like I never went after the book itself. It was always about, like, the person behind the book. And I'd love to be that kind of person to somebody that I'm able to share enough of myself that they have, you know, enough to look at for, yeah. you know, to actually teach them something substantial and real and, uh, you know, that they find worth spending time on 
which specifically I would like that to lead them to Christ yeah. and to a better way of life and, you know, out of addiction and out of bondage and everything like that. But, uh, yeah, for that kind of impact on people. Nice. That's really good. like that. Next question. What would you hate to have someone hate you for? Uh, anything. <laughs> anything. Anything at all. <laughs> yeah. There was, okay, <laughs> story time. There was an instance where there was someone that I worked with that I did not particularly enjoy working with. And I feel like I can share this because I feel like no one who is close to her listens to this. I'm not going to share any names. Um, but, like, I was in just like this really unhealthy place and instead of communicating with her how I felt about some things that she did or said or the way that she had acted about something I like was kind of petty about it and I went to like some friends at work and we kind of like talked bad about it I'm not very proud of that um and I actually like went home and like thought about it and I like cried later about it because I thought about like, and, like, the immediate thought that I had was, I think if I found out that people were being so crude about something yeah. I had done and they were talking bad about me, I really think that, like, and I knew about it. Like, someone came to me mm -hmm. and told me this person is saying these things about you yeah. and thinks this about you. Um, I really think that I would just, like, melt down. Because I think sometimes you can maybe have the feeling that people are talking about you, but mm -hmm. you'll never really know. Unless someone comes to you and tells you, I was talking about you, or so-and-so yeah. said these things about you. Mm -hmm. But it's like, I and she handled it with such grace. Like, she was so gracious about it, and she was like, my feelings aren't hurt. I just want to know if that's what you said. And I was like, well, yeah, but I feel like it's a little out of context because, and I kind of, like, explained to her kind of how I was feeling in that moment, mm -hmm. and that it wasn't meant to kind of, like, badmouth her. It was kind of meant to just more be petty and... I was frustrated, so I was being funny about it, mm. and it wasn't to slam her to run her through the mud or to make people think poorly of her. And so I really think, like, if I am, yeah, I don't even remember what the question was now. <laughs> but, um, oh, um, if, what you would you hate that yeah. people would hate about you? I would hate for people to hate how I talk about people. I really would. I would hate for someone to not feel like they can trust me or not feel like they can talk to me mm -hmm. because of the way that I talk about people. That would literally, yeah. like, that literally would kill me to feel like people wouldn't be able to come to me. Yeah. So. Um, for me, um, I don't know. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. <laughs> I really um, okay, so <clears throat> when I was younger, I, I still do, but it was worse when I was younger. I would laugh at everything. <laughs> no, really? Um, <laughs> it used to be so much worse. You got it lucky. <laughs> <laughs> you got lucky. I'm not as bad as How blessed am I? <laughs> um, and I feel like it was only because I really wanted people to like me. Um, and I wanted, yeah, but people were like, got annoyed by that, um, that I was laughing at everything. And 
I mean, I was just like a really happy person. <laughs> like I still am, but like I was a really happy person back then. And um and that's how I showed it by laughing at everything. Um and people did get annoyed by that. Like we I mean, I was a kid, so like other kids around me would get annoyed. And I feel like that really um like hurt me because first of all like the fir- the reason why I did that was so that people know like I'm paying attention to you like I'm laughing at what you're saying like I validate you um like I want to be accepted and like liked by you guys <coughs> so for people to hate me because of something or not necessarily hate me but like get annoyed with me for something that I just think is good for other people that yeah I hate that <laughs> <laughs> that's good This is, wait, is this our last question? Yes. It's our last question. Liam, make it a good one. I really wish you guys could <laughs> see how many <laughs> questions Liam wrote down. I hope it's a good one. <laughs> what is something you hope to see in your lifetime? Oh. Oh, crap. <laughs> um, like physically or, well, yeah, like physically. Hello, see. <laughs> We're not awake. I've been up since 5 o'clock this morning. Um... <laughs> I don't know. I feel like there's so many different directions you could go with this. Because it's like, there are places I want to see in my lifetime. But then there are also, like, things. Like, I want to see... Okay, I have one. My children. (laughs) I want (laughs) to... Obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Um, I know it's probably not going to happen in my lifetime. Well, you never know. But the second coming... Okay. Yeah, that would be um, cool. That would be so awesome. I feel like that would yeah. be scary, scary in my lifetime. Cool. <laughs> but yeah, it would be yeah. <laughs> terrifying. But, but awesome. really cool yeah. and yeah, exciting absolutely. at the same time. Like, I would love to see that in my lifetime. But I think about yeah. it a lot. Does anybody yeah. else think about it a lot? <laughs> yeah. Like, when it's cloudy, you're like, God, you could just part the clouds right now. <laughs> just come rescue us all. <laughs> Please. So when you're at sea... <laughs> and you see, like, lightning in the distance, it really does, like, light up the entire sky. Wow. And there's that verse in the Gospels that it's like, yeah. you know, when you see lightning light up the entire sky, mm-hmm. that's what the Son of Man will look like in his coming. And wow. it's like, when I see that, it's I'm so like, exciting. oh, it's, Chills. it might be happening, <laughs> but not yet. You're like, fingers crossed. You're like, on the, the bow of the boat. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Make this the thumbnail. <laughs> Something I hope to see. Um, this kind of goes off of what we talked about last week <coughs> with like wanting to be like remembered. Um, but I hope I see like my grandkids and my kids just get to live in freedom. Mm-hmm. There's like so much that is held down, like my yeah. family and past generations. I hope that I just get to see them live and walk mm-hmm. in freedom and know that like none of that will follow them. Yeah. You know. So. Also, I'd really like to see, like, Paris, Italy, Greece. Oh Greece yeah, is at the sure. top. <laughs> She's at the top <laughs> of the list. But yeah. <laughs> That's, like, places. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's check. I had money. Right. Thank so. you for answering my question. Well, you didn't Thank get you. to answer that one. You didn't, yeah, <laughs> answer <laughs> the question, Liam. What's On the one hand, um, I heard someone say once, if 
friend said once, uh, it's like for Christians, bucket lists don't really matter because really, you know, you get into the glory of God. Yeah. And then, or like the way we think of heaven isn't just, you know, sitting on a cloud and playing the harp all the time. Yeah. It's like, you <laughs> yeah. know, it's like the parable of the talents where, you know, you were given some responsibility. Mm. Now here's some more. Right. Or, you know, you'll rule over <coughs> cities in the, you know, in the new age or whatever. Yeah. Um, so obviously we don't know what's coming, but like. Yeah, if if you're looking to see Greece in your lifetime, then you know how about the the Greece and the new creation? Oh my, oh my gosh, gosh. Yeah. that's so exciting when, to think when about. When you can, when you are in God's presence mm-hmm. and exulting in Him, like He is there. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like every like that's it's not just like cool. broken down and you know yeah. Yeah. it's like oh we can see the remains of a secular empire. It's like no, this is what Jesus rebuilt it as, mm-hmm. and He's right. ruling there now. Like, that's cool. That's so, so the cool. new creation, perfect. Yeah, absolutely. <coughs> yeah, um, for sure. But in this in this life, um, a friend of mine has a great expression. It's like, if the Lord tarries, you know, if he doesn't come <laughs> tomorrow, um, I'd like to see uh, my children's children and, uh, yeah. you know, grandkids and great-grandkids and just generations and yeah. hopefully see them, you know, following the Lord. That would be cool, yeah. Yeah. I really want to have kids young enough that, like, um, that I can, like, know my grandkids or mm-hmm. my great-grandkids. Yeah. I mean, obviously, my grandkids. I want to be able to enjoy them and enjoy <laughs> spending time with them. But even if, like, it's in my old, decrepit age, <laughs> I at least want to be able to see yeah. my great-grandkids. Because mm-hmm. how cool is that to know, like, to see three generations down the line. Mm-hmm. Like, you see your children that you worked so hard to raise, and you see your grandchildren that you worked so hard to help your children raise, mm-hmm. and then you get to watch your grandchildren have children mm-hmm. and, like, them carry that on. I feel like I feel like I could yeah. die in peace. <laughs> yeah, I'm really sure. I feel like I could die in peace mm-hmm. if I got to see that. Yeah. And the cool thing is, as fulfilled as we would be if we did get to see that, we will be more fulfilled even if Jesus came tomorrow. Right. Oh, so yeah. it's not exactly. like if he came down yeah. on the clouds, we'd right. be like, oh, shucks, there was oh, so yeah. much I wanted to do. I wanted to see Greece, man. <laughs> man, like oh, now I've got to play harp on the clouds. <laughs> I have to trot around in a baby diaper with wings. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's, it's the best thing we could hope for. So. Thank you for answering my question. Thank you for asking. <laughs> Thank you for agreeing to be on tonight. <laughs> Can I keep turning the tables on you and uh, hey, speak yeah. life? Oh. Oh, I yeah. Sure. Actually, I could use a little bit of that right now. So <laughs> I'm going to sit back in my chair. I'm going I'm to take it. In receive mode. <laughs> Andrew, when we did this for him. I'm ready to receive you. <laughs> so silly. <laughs> anyway. I'm going to do Giselle first. Yeah, Just that's of fair. That. Right. Yeah. That's but you honestly, cool down a little bit. I I don't I don't blame you. I probably do need to cool down. You're right. But um, I just finished listening to part two of Mike's episode today, and uh, oh, really? it was a fantastic, fantastic conversation. It's probably one of my favorite but episodes. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, one of the things I wanted to say was. You ask such good questions. Really? You think yes, so? Yes, <laughs> you do. They are, they are deep. They are thoughtful. Because I don't think I, so. <laughs> and I know. I know you struggle with finding the words, yeah. and I know you struggle with articulating it, and I know you don't feel like it's a good question as it's coming out. But once it does, like, the question that you've got in your head is absolutely worth asking. It just takes a little bit more practice to get it yeah. under your tongue and out yeah. there. So <laughs> what you're doing now, like... 
please don't ever just say like, no, I'm not going to ask that. I can't think <laughs> of it right now. But like, please just struggle through it and get it out there because Thank it you. is an absolute. That actually means a lot to yes. me because I, I felt really like dumb after that episode because I, I just couldn't find the right words to say. Like I couldn't form sentences <laughs> correctly. I was like, are you kidding me, Giselle? Like people are going <laughs> to listen to this. <laughs> like people are actually going to listen to this and they're going to like hear you say that. Um, but thank you. <laughs> so keep it up. You're doing yeah. great. And Emily, <laughs> you, there are certain things that like set you off a little bit and set you on fire and you just go on a roll and start, you know, start pushing deeper and Doesn't deeper. Doesn't take deeper. much. <laughs> Doesn't take much. <laughs> but they are, but they're good topics. Like there are certain things and you know what they are that just, they grab you and they just keep you. And um, again, I saw a lot of that in Mike's episode, and you were you were going at it on a lot of different things. And I just wanted to say that's awesome. I would, I think we both know we both have a tendency to like have that idea and get on a rant about it and yeah. then let it go. I would like please write those things down and then write them down again and then write them down again and like try and find the right way to say it so that you're just pushing and pushing and pushing right. and because if you can get this stuff into you know into a way that you can just say it and convince people and say it and really speak your piece quickly and you know just these are incredibly important things that you're talking about like legacy like um breaking you know family bondage and family uh uh kind of the the way things have happened in the past and mm -hmm. you know raising up future generations like that is incredibly important and obviously that's not the only thing that you've talked about right. but if you can if you can center in on that stuff and just keep pushing at it <laughs> you are going to be absolutely incredible you already are Thank you both you. are already incredible i just he said i was incredible first <laughs> i'm just <laughs> kidding <laughs> i'm just Giselle's really done with me. <laughs> you can tell. And thank you for letting me do this. This was yeah, a lot of thank fun. You. I was like writing questions and then I wrote one in there and I was like, can I just. <laughs> this just was just so last minute. <laughs> this was so last We literally minute. were just going to do the questions off of Instagram and then when we realized that Liam was like one of the only people who asked questions on Instagram, we were like, yeah, why not? <laughs> Meh. <laughs> but yeah, I like this. I like Me too. To know you guys, I like my friends. <laughs> and that's always a plus when you're friends with someone. Anyway, all right, are we closing out? Yeah. Okay. Cool. I don't know what to say. Oh, <laughs> that's me. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in and for watching and or listening. We really enjoy sitting with you guys. Every other week, every week, yeah, every, every other week. week. I'm not really sure how often we're doing these anymore. It just kind of yeah, runs work. together. But we love doing them. Yep. We um, do. Follow <laughs> us on <laughs> follow us on Instagram, our journal entry, um, where you can ask us questions for the next Q and A. Please ask us questions. Please ask us questions <laughs> like for the next Q and A. Questions. Um. <laughs> other than that, there's nothing super exciting going on. No. No. <laughs> no. Um, we'll have a super special guest for you next time. We'll be really excited for that. Yeah. And what 
else was there? Oh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Because if you're listening to us on Spotify, that's awesome. Please listen to us on your way to work. I mean, do whatever you want, honestly. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what to do in your life. But <laughs> listen to us on your way to work, uh, on your way to the grocery store, whatever you want to do. Um, but it's really fun to watch us, too, because we're funny. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know that yet, but we're pretty funny. Um, yeah, subscribe to your YouTube channel. Um, we put up some videos on there. Sometimes there's, like, some extended content on there, too. So there's some stuff that you maybe won't get to hear on Spotify. Uh, or Apple Podcasts. So, yeah, that's all of the information we have for today. And we will see you guys in two weeks. Bye. Bye. Bye.